Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. To answer the question asked in the title of this week's podcast episode of Cash All, I'd have to say, yes, it's starting to get that way. I'm not trying to be overly negative or overly critical, but I just was really disappointed in this year's CES 2022. As most of you know, I teach a variety of technology classes at a high school, and one of the classes is IT Fundamentals. And we have a standard that we go through, understanding trends in technology and, you know, coming up with what's going to be emerging, identifying what's going to be emerging and getting people excited about things, getting students to be excited to geek out over technology. And any time where I have this class offered the same term that CES is going on, normally it's exciting for me. And we spent some time looking at the products that are going to be available soon and speculating about the ones that are going to be offered years from now, you know, that are early concept products. But I didn't get that sense this year, and it was really disappointing and a letdown. So I'm just going to give a few overview thoughts, trying to balance it out of CES 2022 in what I thought was a little bit of a letdown. Disclaimer, I do totally understand that there are things out of their control, you know, with COVID pandemic still impacting the world in which we live in and and vendors had to pull out and some things had to be virtual. And I understand that. And that's not what I'm upset about with this. I'm just, I'm upset with the lack of innovation and just the lack of imagination of things that have been presented, I guess. CES 2022 is, they, on their website, they say the most influential tech event in the world. It was held again in Las Vegas here. And I don't think it's the most influential tech event in the world. In my opinion, I would have to say Adobe Max is way more influential. There's cutting edge technology there. You have creatives sharing how they promote, you know, creative discoveries or creative projects that they're working on and and what inspires them and how they're able to use digital media to literally change the world for the better. To me, Adobe Max You know, you watch, you go to that even just for a day and you leave inspired. And you can't wait to try out some of these techniques that you've learned. And you just, you're you're really kind of excited to go back and use Adobe products. This didn't really inspire me to go out and buy a whole bunch of things. The first thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, some of the the trends that showed up a lot of. Um, There were electric vehicles all right yeah we know electric vehicles are here and we know we need to take care of the environment 
and that's important. But I mean, when you're plugging in your electric vehicle to charge this, most of that electricity that's charging electric vehicles is still from fossil fuels. So I'm tired of the acting like that's going to solve so many problems. I just, I'm tired of hearing about electric vehicles. If people want to use them, great. Absolutely. And if you can, if you have the ability to charge them and, and they fit your lifestyle, absolutely. Go ahead and, and obviously do that. But it wouldn't fit for my lifestyle. It doesn't work for me and in my situation. And it's just, I'm tired of hearing about it personally. I know some people are excited. Me, my opinion, I'm just not that excited about them. So I'm kind of tired of that. Um, I like to tell my students about the excitement of building your own PC. And CES is just kind of more bad news for that field. You know, it for the past few years now, I've had because of you know, Bitcoin miners and all that buying up graphics cards and, and there just being a huge shortage. Um, this is the worst time to build a PC. So I can't even tell my students this is more cost effective. You know, it costs in most cases more to build one that's going to be decent. So with NVIDIA and their presentation, I was not blown away. I'm not blown away with an RTX 3090 tie. Uh, I don't even care how much it's going to cost because the suggested retail is going to be so much higher. Um, they're not going to be available to buy, and then when they are, they're going to be too much. You know, the RTX 3050. They're making a big deal. Suggested retail price of 249. Nobody will be able to buy one for 249. First of all, I don't. Nobody I have talked to, not a single person that I've talked to, is excited about an RTX 3050. It's like a product nobody really wants. They're, if they already have graphic cards, they're not going to get a 3050 in most situations. So that's kind of a disappointment. The graphics cards that most everybody I've talked to want would be like the 3070 tie or the RTX 3080 tie. And, oh, NVIDIA has those coming, but they're coming to laptops. So, again, it's not anything I can just put into my machine, nothing I can buy. It's just in this madness. Let us be able to purchase these, you know, at the places you buy them online. And then they sell them through other people. And the market, it's so much compared to what they're supposed to be. It's ridiculous. And it's frustrating. And it's been going on for well over a year and I'm tired of it. So I'm not trying to sound grumpy right now. I'm not trying to be a jerk. These are just some things that have really irritated me. And I was excited about CES and sharing this stuff with students, getting them excited. And then I wasn't that excited. How am I supposed to, you know, I can't fake that. So we're just doing something else. We're doing something else this week in IT Fundamentals, which is fine. Uh... And there's all the releases about the huge TVs. We've seen 100-inch TVs, you know, mentioned at CES before, you know. I would not be able to fit a 100-inch TV without it being awkward in which the home in which I live. So I can't really get that excited about that. 
Uh, Samsung released a whole bunch of different type of TVs, curved, regular uh, monitors. You know, that's, that's kind of crazy. Uh, something of note that I thought was noteworthy of Samsung. Uh, they'd been making the huge monitors. They had some large ones there. But this one is a 34-inch, so much smaller in terms of scale some of the other things they advertise. It's the Odyssey Neo G8. It is a 4K 240Hz monitor for $2,000, which is a little pricey for some, a little pricey. But um, I believe that's the first 4K 240Hz monitor, um, at least at that size. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Samsung, you know, also with, uh, with the large TV screens, they had some projectors that they were showing off. And there was the Samsung Freestyle 900. Um, the Freestyle, it's $900, I'm sorry. Um, but it can project like 100 inches. And it's got like a swivel, so it can move in all different directions and aim up. So if, you, if you're lying in bed and you want to watch a movie and you want to watch it on the ceiling, you can project it up to the ceiling. I thought... Uh, there were some kind of cool things with projectors coming out, you know, as, you know, if people are limited with space for the TV or they want to be maybe watching a movie in different areas or something like that, I thought that, you know, this was kind of a suitable alternative. And $900 I don't think is terrible for a projector at all. You know, nice projector. That's pretty cool. Um, there was another projector by Anchor. Uh, they have the Anchor Nebula Cosmos, which is a laser 4K projector. And this one has a built-in speaker. Nice if you want to watch movies outside or if you want to take it with you and not have to bring speakers and all that. It's built in to where you could get some decent sound through it. I thought that looked intriguing. Uh, it runs on an Android operating system. So I would imagine then you would be able to install your streaming services onto that Android operating system and just have it all right there on the projector to bring that with you. Because it's a 4K projector um, and a laser 4K projector, it's like $2,000, $2,200 around there. So that's obviously twice as much as the, as the Samsung one. But still... Um, I think that's, you know, good, a worthy investment if, if that's something that you're into and you want to have more of a portable setup uh, to take with you that has extra bells and whistles with it. Also by Anchor, uh, this one isn't really a big product or anything, but because, you know, I just know people who are creatives uh, and like to make digital content and put it online. So Anchor has this B600 video bar, uh, and it's basically your webcam, and it has an integrated light bar, built-in speakers. Um, it has a 2K sensor, uh, and it can go up to like 30 frames per second, which, you know, maybe some people would maybe want more or whatever. It just kind of depends on what you're doing. But it has other features like zoom and autofocus, adjustable field of view. And, you know, if you're in the market for 
something that would be kind of fun to play around with when uh, doing your content and posting it online or your live streaming or whatever. Uh, this is $220 and is supposed to be out early 2022. Like I thought I had heard as in like end of January, beginning of February. So that's kind of cool. A lot of times at CES, you never know if it's something that's going to come out soon or if it's going to be released like in the next decade. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and again, that was made by Anchor also. Um, I already mentioned the thing about the electronic vehicles, self-driving vehicles, those, you know, were were kind of hyped up a little bit in some instances at CES. I mean, you have you have tractors and farm equipment that can be directed by uh, GIS and navigate that way and all that. So to me, the cars, it's not that mind-blowing. So I wasn't as impressed by those type of things, you know. But BMW had something that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, BMW had a ink, an e-ink color-changing paint technology that was demoed on a concept BMW iX, and it was pretty awesome. Like we've seen e-ink with the e-readers, you know, the liquid paper or the liquid paper ink display or whatever they call them, you know, kind of like with the old Kindles and all that stuff. Um, they have these. And it's the surface of a car to where you would be able to program what the external look of the car would be. And I think that's pretty cool. We've seen them with watches. Uh, we've seen where people have played around with them uh, with like fashion design, like e-ink clothing. I think that stuff's kind of cool. And to incorporate it onto a car, I don't know how cost effective that is, but I thought that was kind of cool. And Having played around with that technology a little bit myself, um, with like I made a little sports ticker that shows uh, the scores of the Philadelphia Flyers hockey. And when it updates, when there's a score update, it goes on the e ink. And it's just, it was just kind of a little technology experiment I played around with and relatively inexpensive to build something like that. And I just think that technology is really cool. And I don't know fun to play around with so that would be neat with cars if could you have animations going on on the outside of them could you could you do all that it'd be fun to see what they can do with that and and what the refresh rates of those uh surfaces would be let's see what else being a gamer being a fan of the video games i was glad to see sony uh kind of unveil some things about the PlayStation VR 2. I have never used the the original virtual reality of of Sony PlayStation and when I got my PS5 I was like I wish that they would have released a, the new VR with that but um they didn't obviously. So I've been kind of waiting on this and curious to see what they if anything would come out about this and it has and so it's a little higher end, I, I believe a 4K OLED um, HDR display has some eye tracking and is supposed to um, just have some things that work a little bit better than the original version of it. And I would like to try this out and, you know, 
play some of those virtual reality games and, and see what they're like. I think I saw, and I didn't write this down, so now I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they said it would connect with a cable. So that might be, you know, something that some people would be disappointed in. But me not having known any difference, you know, I would just, I would accept it and I would be careful. Try to be careful with that thing. Because uh, there was no price on it uh, for that. So I'm not sure how much that is going to cost. But something to keep an eye out for. So there we have it. CES 2022. Overall, I thought it was a disappointment. There were some gadgets and things like that that I thought would be cool. Um, arcade 1UP. There's some things with that. They're having full-sized arcade cabinets. Uh, I believe they have a legacy cabinet with uh, Pac-Man and all that. That'll have the online leaderboards. Uh, all of you know that I'm a fan of the Arcade 1-Up uh, consoles. And I think those are kind of cool and and just, I don't know, they're fun to play. And, you know, good to have when you have company over, play with the family, that stuff. So other things are out there too. So check it out if you haven't. All the stuff's online. There's a ton of blogs online. Uh, from the Consumer Electronics Show. And I'd be curious to know what you think. Am I way off base? But to again answer the question, I think CES was it's a, starting to get a little bit lame. And I'm hoping maybe we can get something more innovative, things that are more exciting for that. Maybe it's just me being spoiled. So sound off on Twitter, at Code Peterson. Uh, you can find all my social media sites and every other way to get a hold of me on my on my website, um, codepeterson.com. And let me know, am I just spewing garbage or, or am I onto something here? I appreciate you all listening. I hope you all have a great week and we'll catch you on the next episode of Cash All. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.